everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. We are going to get a good taste of summer today. Um, you know, every first Saturday, we welcome back travel writer Linda Kassam. You know, she's known as the food, wine, and shopping diva. And she is bringing Robert Schuler back on the show. He's a produce expert at Melissa's Produce. And he's joining us to talk about, little, give us actually some history of Melissa's Produce. Talk about summer fruits and veggies. They're awesome gift baskets. Uh, they're clean snacks, which I love when we drive across the country. You know, Nancy and I drive we're, we're on the road full time and Diva Linda's about to go on her boating adventure um, in the Pacific Northwest. So these snacks and um, all these goodies are far healthier than some of the other things that I was eating on the road and I traded them in. Uh, so go to melissas.com so you can see what we're talking about as we have this cool conversation. But first, you know, divas have to come on first. Diva Linda, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm very good. I'm now... Uh... In Washington State, I am on the boat. That is the background for my boat. Uh, we we moved slips, so whereas before you would see um, other boats and so forth, we're now the first one when you come off the ramp. So my view is green trees and a bank, but that's okay. It's a it's a lovely lovely spot. So it's that's all good. awesome. That's awesome. I want to say. We are in Edmond, Oklahoma. And before we did the show, actually, you know, we were texting Linda. I went to the grocery store. It's the first thing we do is go to the grocery store, get ready to do all our work while we're at these pet sits across the country. And I went to the produce department to check up on what Edmond, Oklahoma is doing. And I want to give them five thumbs up. Five stars. Five. Th I don't have five thumbs, but thumbs up because they do have Melissa's produce in there because we have now got to this point. We cannot have Melissa's no potato, the potatoes that these, they are like, this hasn't become a staple, especially if you're traveling because they're so the perfect size bag. They're the perfect size. They're quick. Um, we don't have to make a huge mess of a kitchen. You can barbecue them. And um, and I just want to say, well done, Edmund, Oklahoma. But Robert, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm thank keeping you, tags everywhere we go. Yes, thank you for having me back on there. Yes, I'm um, the Director of Public Relations at Melissa's Produce. Melissa's Produce is the largest variety supplier of produce in the United States. We have a product line of over 1,500 different produce items from like your baby potatoes to exotic fruits to fresh herbs. We have a lot of um, I, um, items that are dried, like the clean snacks that are really popular. Um, there's not a produce item we don't do. Uh, you know, so try to stump me today on any <laughs> produce question you have today. Go right ahead. Well, you got me eating and Nancy, you got Nancy eating produce, which is very good. Um, and as you know, as we get older, apparently I'm becoming the mother and I'm like, you will eat your vegetables. And I did good. I did good. Cause I know I followed what Melissa said to do, um, in regards to a grilling basket, but we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, I know Linda, you got a basket too. What, tell us what your basket was, what, what was in the diva basket? Well, I got two baskets. One is a, um, barbecue basket, which 
boy, would that be a wonderful thing to take to anybody's boat or house as a gifty. It has all sorts of wonderful uh, vegetables that you would recognize and some that you wouldn't. Is that like what I had there? What? By, so yes. what I have? That, that was, yes. And then the other one was a fruit basket and it had wine. Wonderful. And uh, every fruit that you can imagine. And I grew up in Southern California with a lot of fruit often. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner at my house when I was growing up, there was a fruit present for whatever reason. And boy, these are just beautiful. They're beautiful fruits. Some are a little exotic. Some are, uh, you would know what they are, but what they're, that you want to talk about a wonderful, oh my gosh, basket any time of the year. Do you switch out, Robert? You switch out the, the, uh, veg the vegetables and the fruit in the baskets as it comes out seasonally? Is that what happens? Yes. Uh, so you both received the grilling basket. That is, that is our um, one of our more popular grilling um, um, summertime baskets because it comes with a grilling basket for fruits and vegetables that you put on your grill. It's basically a pan with a lot of holes in them. It also comes with skewers, but it has the best of the season produce in there, whether it's best bell peppers, um, the uh, um, potatoes, as Lisa goes to. So it will have the seasonal best. It actually, when you go to our website, you can actually see exactly, so you know exactly what's in the basket. Um, the other basket that, um, that Linda, you received because you were interested about our wine gift baskets, because we do produce that pairs well with the wine. The Giving Hope wine basket is one of our most popular ones now year round. Uh, it comes with not only a seasonal blend of variety of uh, fruits to pair with, but the, um, the, the Hope wine is, is one of the more popular varieties that we um, are one of the few uh, distri uh, exclusive distributors uh, online for. So uh, that, those are just two of the dozens of different varieties of gift bas baskets that we do. Most of them are very healthy. Um, because they have either fruits and vegetables. There's a couple of ones that we may add chocolate to or crackers. Popcorn. Or, um, yes, popcorn, <laughs> sausage, and stuff like that. So we have a lot of baskets that are veered for certain seasons, certain holidays. Um, you just go to melissa.com and you can order and ship it anywhere in the United States. I like the, the Give Hope basket um, for when it's like Thanksgiving too, because that helps nonprofits, oh. right? They, they give back with that, the winery itself. Yes, definitely. The lot of the, um, we're, we're aligned with a lot of wines that are really hard to find in the marketplace. The ones that Joe and Sharon Hernandez, the owners of Melissa's Produce, specifically selected to be a part of the gift basket collections that we have on our website. There's probably about uh, two dozen different varieties. You know, there's ones with all fruit, there's ones with fruit and vegetables. Uh, we do some of the wines alone or separate. Um, if, if, you if you have a friend who only likes to receive wine, it's a very popular gift to give. And these are some unique blends that you don't find at your average store. Mm. How did let, let's? I know Linda, you wanted to go into a little bit of the history of Melissa's. 
because you've got these gift baskets. I want to talk about camping essentials, all the summer fruit, because I know um, I've actually been dealing with botanical gardens this morning, too. And they're saying, well, some of our festivals changed because the weather changed and our berry festivals late, but it's going to be really a big bounty. So it's changed. So we'll get into that. But what was the first item? Like, was it one specific item that started Melissa's or was it a series of items? Um, okay, so Melissa's has been in business uh, just 40 years now. Um, the, just to give you some background, the, the, the company, the parent company, the corporate name is World Variety Produce. You'll see this on the back of many of our labels. However, literally the year that Joe and Sharon Hernandez started the company, nine months later, Melissa was born. Melissa is their only um, daughter, their only child. And hence, it just kind of stuck. Instead of a long corporate name, World Variety Produce, Melissa's Produce. And so at that time, the first nine months, one of the things that um, Melissa's was well known for is supplying little baby vegetables, little carrots, um, a baby bok choy, a lot of those really hard to find ingredients that you would typically always find at a nice fine dining restaurant. So that's really where our humble beginnings began. Um, not only the baby, they were really specialty and uh, it was something that you wouldn't find in every store. And then from there, we branched into a whole line of Hispanic produce, a whole line of Asian produce, or produce that you would typically find global, globally when you go on a, on a European or an Asian destination and find the fruits and vegetables there. That is what we're still known for. And that's how you end up with a product line of every single produce item available and uh, distributed in supermarkets across the country are the hard to find produce items that we do. But in the last decade and a half or so, we've been really known because we're the largest variety supplier of organic produce as well. Oh, wow. Do you work with chefs and restaurants at all? Or is that like a whole different world? Yes, no, it, 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 the, the sales is different because when you sell to a supermarket retailer, which we're most known for because we distribute our products in all 50 states and every major city and suburban stuff, we do business with the top 20 retailers in the country. Chances are you shop at one of those stores. But when you, um, when you sell to the retailer, you're selling them in bags or containers, you know, more of a serving size for a family. When you do business with retail, which, uh, excuse me, food service, restaurants, um, which we specifically, we, we're not found international, um, nationally for our food service, but we're known for our food service in all of Southern California, the Las Vegas market and select um, uh, baseball, football stadiums and arenas across the country from the LA Dodgers and the uh, Angels, the Padres, and then to the on the on the um, on the East Coast, like the New York Yankees, DC Nationals, and New York Mets, the 76ers and Flyers, which is hockey. Um, so we have a unique distribution for that. The difference is at food service, you're selling them bulk. You don't have to sell yeah. them packaged products because the packages aren't going to be shown when you get it on your table. Mm -hmm. So the the difference the main difference is package versus bulk when you're selling products 
to the customer. And in case mm -hmm. of food service, you're selling to the, um, the chef and then of course selling to retailers, you're catering to the consumer. And you can get it right to your door, which I think is even better than anything. It's like, online. here it is, yes. online, online, buy online. Yeah. And I want to say that um, our friends got an unexpected delivery of, of Melissa's produce. And I, I have to tell you, they're raving about the potatoes too. They barbecued them. And I've got a little, Nikki and Kim, I know they, they, they've been doing, uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still getting a bunch of messages about how good <laughs> you guys are because you've got two like raving new fans now. The mini melon was so good. Oh, she wants to know what to do with the aloe. So we have to get to that. But the potatoes, they barbecued them. And I was thinking of making potato salad with them because it looked like they may be really easy for like Memorial weekend, um, you know, 4th of July weekend. I know this will be out in time for 4th of July. And um, we have a lot of long weekends coming up, Labor Day weekend. Would you do a potato salad with these? Most definitely. The difference, um, we, we're known for our baby potatoes throughout the year. However, things change in the baby potatoes when you get into the summer months. You go from roasting, baking, microwaving to more grilling outside mm. or, and most popular is potato salad um, from Memorial Day through Labor Day in particular. Those are two of the uh, three biggest barbecue seasons. So the um, potatoes is, is a staple ingredient in the United States, but people are finding out that the baby varieties like our baby Dutch yellow potatoes or our baby red Dutch potatoes or baby blue Dutch potatoes, they come in all different colors Gemstones. and flavors mm. that you can, um, that you there's some other type of application and, and some um, essential ingredients for these particular holidays. One of the most popular uh, baby potatoes that we sell beyond our Dutch yellow potatoes is uh, the red, white, and blue potatoes. So there's, uh, there's a baby white, baby red, and a uh, what we call blue, but it's bluish purple in color. And you have the uh, American colors to cook for like 4th of July or any Perfect. other holiday yeah. like Labor Day or Memorial Day as well. Mm. Linda, what do you do with the potatoes? What's your favorite way to enjoy them? I really like to uh, use them on a skillet. And sometimes when I, if I have a, a large crowd, I will put them in the microwave for just a short time to get them softened and then put them in a skillet with olive oil, salt and pepper. And that is enough to make everybody happy. That makes Ooh. me very happy. So uh, I've not tried the potato salad yet and I've not grilled them. This is wonderful. I didn't mm. even think about grilling them. That that does really good. Oh, I can't stand it. I have that basket that you sent, the grilling basket. Ooh, it is grilling season out here in Seattle, even though it's probably only 65 degrees. But, you know, oh, it starts but the now. Grilling, the, what I love about this, because I know we talked about produce, but these baskets, it really is something special because it came with the, the little kebab skewer things. And of course, I started going, what are we going to do with these? <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had to have grilling lessons from the girls, uh, Nikki and Kevin, you know, but the, um, you actually give a real basket that you use on the grill so the vegetables don't go through. And I think mm -hmm. so many people right now are very um, vegetable centric, produce centric. Um, they're, they're still eating, there's people still eating meat, of course, but they're looking at um, very high quality meat and not overdoing it. And, you know, if you have friends that are gluten, um, and, you know, 
need to be gluten free. This is a good way of doing it too. But that basket came and you have their little flyer there, uh, healthy summer. And I think that's what we're at. And it really guided me as to what I had because I'm looking this and Nancy had a good time when I'm going, Nancy, I'm gonna do something with fennel bulbs. She's like, you're really gonna do something with fennel bulbs. And I finally got to cook chayote properly this time. I was like, so excited, I was so proud. Seriously, I had proud moments with being able, the onions, the, the garlic is absolutely, seriously to die for. This giant bulb of garlic and the portobellos, because you could take those and use them as your meat on the grill. And it just, you really gave us like marinade ideas and you can go on the website for even more. I got all into it and the plantains. See, that's the thing. I'm not a huge banana person, but the plantains came in and that reminded me of being growing up in Kenya. Plantains were a big deal. So it was like, people have like Jamaican food and stuff and, and Indian food, they fry the plantains. Kind of like we like our pickle chips, Linda. Yes. Do you have yes. plantains? You got plantains? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes. I can't wait. I love oh, I love it. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try grilling them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. yes. That, really that, good. That was the but idea not, on the grilling basket. Let me tell you what I, I know you mentioned a few things, but on our Melissa's grilling basket, it's typical that you would you would find um, some colorful bell peppers. Uh, a variety mm -hmm. of sweet onions, the Dutch They're yellow good. potatoes, some eggplant, mm -hmm. chayote squash, mushrooms, some larger onions. peppers, and the plantains. We actually put the plantains in there as um, to complement uh, to make a dessert. You can you can fry them, make a, like a bananas foster there. But these are all fruits and vegetables that you would find in the basket. You would typically grill at this time. So well, that was the, the onions, whole idea around it. The onions, you've got a few bigger ones. And then those little ones that you just, you didn't even want to, you just wanted to put them with the garlic and say, go be friends and come back to mama once you're all grilled and delicious. <laughs> those onions are so sweet. And so they, and they're full of life. And it's amazing to me that you can ship produce this way. And it's seriously, I got, I got really excited about it. And the peppers, the bell peppers, when you have that red bell pepper, Linda, I know you got to text me. You're going to, you're that red bell pepper is not what you find in normal grocery stores whatsoever. Oh, no. This red bell pepper is like the, this is the diva of bell peppers. <laughs> it is, it is delicious. It deserves to have a tiara. I'm just saying the bell peppers <laughs> are, are um, very, very delicious, but the fruit, um, the fruits too. What did, so you got fruit in that basket in the, in, with the wine? wine? Yes, yeah, so the wine and then the fruit basket. And, um, you know, there's limes and all sorts of wonderful things in there. Um, help me out, Robert. What, what did I yeah. get? I can see that. In I the Giving make. Hope basket, you um, you get a nice, uh, you got a nice bottle of One Hope. Um, yeah. That's the brand there. Yeah. The, the varieties of uh, Pinot de Nure. And it's from Hope Rhymeries. And they donate a half of their profits and benefiting the local communities. But the different fruits, depending on the season, you probably got um, Asian pears, uh, maybe yes. some baby mm -hmm. pineapples, some blood oranges, bajoas, yes. kiwis, you've got blood oranges, mangoes. I'm, you've got blood oranges? 
Oh, and that means you can make a mimosa. I the jackpot. I love orange mimosas. I want to see those mimosas on deck with that photo, that sunrise (laughs) photos with the blood. Seriously, I want the, oh, diva. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, is that, oh gosh. What else did I get? A lot of, she looks like she's at a casino. Look at her. (laughs) I also got um, other fruit that seasonally that you'll find in there. Could be um, some of the different specialty bananas, papayas, yeah. passion fruit, rambutans, and rambutans. maybe star fruit. Oh my gosh. What's yeah. that? This is oh. the, what is the dragon what is fruit? Yeah, dragon, dragon fruit. fruit. I was so oh, excited. You are so, so lucky. excited to see. I love the dragon fruit. I love, do love, too. Love. Yeah. I, oh. I kind of want to take it and not like freeze it freeze it but i almost feel like it should be its own sorbet like, how do we make a sorbet out of that dragon fruit right? oh we have an easy recipe on our melissa site go to melissa's.com put in uh sorbet and dragon fruit is one of the 20 different sorbets that you'll see on our website it's a lot easier than you think you don't have to go to a restaurant to be able to make sorbet at home but some simple ingredients, if you do have a, a good mixer or even easier, if you had a sorbet maker, uh, it would take you a few seconds. But if you have a, a mixer um, and some a little bit of time, you'll be able to make sorbet as well. Oh, all I can say is that um, this particular basket with its wine and its, and its wonderful fruits, seasonal fruits, it's such a just a wonderful gift, and uh, and it'll last for a very long time, actually. And uh, for, especially for someone like myself who grew up with lots of fruit, it's just such a wonderful thing to see it all at once. But if you haven't, if you have somebody that needs to be introduced to the better fruits, this would be the basket for mm-hmm. you. So mm-hmm. really, uh, how many different baskets do you make? Oh, we have probably about thirty different varieties. And we have them in all price ranges and sizes from your simple, you could just receive a box like weekly if you wanted to, or if you wanted to go even like high end, we have big corporate baskets that are like $300. So we have, we have it split down in categories from like 50 to a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, 150, and then up. So we kind of hit every price point that people are looking for when they're giving gifts especially when they're, they don't live, the, the person doesn't live in their area and they need to send it across the United States. It's just so easy to do it online. Well, the, the so thing too, you just go ahead, go ahead. I, I wanted to switch subjects and ask um, Robert to share with us what the highlights of this, we're a little early for summer. We're, we're probably a, a, for high summer, June through August, but, um, what is in season now uh, okay. for summer produce? Because every year I do, a, a, I catch up on what's like I did a winter and I did fall, but for this is the first time I think I've done summer. So what's, what's here now? And then what can we expect in high summer? Okay, so uh, we are getting into the peak of mango season. Mango oh, yeah. is, yes, mangoes <laughs> are the, globally the number one fruit in the world. But in the United States, it's only like number 15, 16. So what does the rest of the world know that we don't? 
But <laughs> what I sent you both were these smaller mangoes called, oh, they were great. and they're new this year, sugar oh. mangoes. Oh my yes. gosh. They're so okay. good. Okay. Oh. Okay. I, they, they love Nikki and Kim. Saw that was the first thing they smelled it, and that they they just they went berserk just over this the scent of these mangoes, and then that was it. Oh my god! I, I mean, I got a lot of OMGs. I'm sorry, like everybody, <laughs> take it the way you want, but OMGs, OMGs, the mangoes were the big deal, and and I'm like, okay, mangoes. That's my favorite fruit of passion fruit, which you have, Linda. Listen, I need to come on your boat, apparently, and and steal <laughs> steal some of steal some of your gift basket there. But um, the mangoes, apparently, this is a big hit. This, yeah, these little yeah. sugar mangoes. Okay, so are those out in the store now, Robert? Yes, the season uh, started in May, and we'll have them through about July. But this is the brand new thing about them. They're little baby mangoes, and because the skin is so thick, you probably didn't know this unless you went to our website, the skin is completely edible. You can eat it like a peach, just not really? the pit in the Dude. middle. Yes. Well, I, I like this. that. I cut it open and it was, but didn't that's have your, a seed. Didn't it have a seed? It does. Have, all, all mangoes have a, uh, they call that like big... a, it's like a narrow bone, but it is a seed. Okay. All right. I probably ate it. Yeah. Who knows? So oh, next man, time when I send you guys some, just wash it off like you would any other produce and bite into it like a peach. They are super sweet. But, you know, because it's the peak of the mango season, you're going to be able to uh, start finding in your local stores the Saperano mango, which is one of Melissa's tree ripened varieties. And then also probably one of the ones that Melissa's is most known for, tree ripened mangoes. We have certain growers in California, on the border of California and Mexico, that allows for these mangoes to be distributed in without being um, cold water treated. See, when you cold water treat a mango, you have to pick them really early. But instead on these, we allow these tree ripened mangoes like the Saperano to stay on the vine longer and it doesn't have to go through this process. So what you're gonna have is a, tr is, is a fruit that is much sweeter than your typical mango you would buy in the stores because getting into the summertime, this is the time where you'll see the mangoes two or three for a dollar or a case oh. of the little um, honey mangoes, which are the little yellow ones. You know, you can buy a whole case for like six oh. or seven dollars and you get like 12 of them. So yes, this is a great time for mangoes right now. Listen, what else, what else is oh. here? Okay, well, I wanna go, go back to the mango. Put some spice with the mango. There's something about spice with mango that is through the roof and they make really good margaritas, but like a little <laughs> bit of spice on the edge of your margarita glass. Okay, uh -huh. just a little bit of spice, you know, and, and then a little bit of a margarita with the mango. I'm just saying that is, that is, um, that is mm, very, very delicious. Put a little pepper. Habanero. You're, mm. you're, 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 you're talking about you're putting on like pica de gallo, which mm -hmm. is a, uh, depend, which is a, uh, a garlicky salt that you could put around the rim of a, um, of a, of a, a margarita glass. Or, you know, when you um, peel open a regular mango, you can just shake it on top. This is something that um, in the Hispanic um, um, culture that you would put a lot of the, you would put that on. Uh, papayas, cucumbers, 
and, and mangoes in particular. A mango on a stick peeled back with um, the uh, chili seasoning right on top to make it oh, spicy. My, I can't stand it. I'm seriously going a little berserk. Can I bring, is coconut part of this? Uh, coconut is a fruit that is available year round. The one particular one that I believe you guys got samples of that is uh, cool and refreshing are those easy open coconuts. So, you know, you have your typical brown coconut and the brown coconut, you crack it open. You don't want to drink the water because it's a shelf stable um, coconut. It's used for its meat. But the ones that I sent you, it's a simple, um, the, the, uh, the coconut is pre-scored, but not punctured through. What you do is you push the button and it allows for it to puncture a hole. So then the little straw that comes with these easy open coconuts, you put into the coconut and you enjoy the water. The thing is, is during the summertime, it gets very hot in certain areas of the country, not so much on the coasts, but the thing is, is that people love to drink coconut water during the summertime and these easy open coconuts is a great fruit that is refreshing they're available year-round but during from memorial day to labor day when it gets hot um these are just so refreshing to have at a picnic or to have at home for a easy it's almost like a natural energy drink you know because of the high uh, nutritional count that are found in these coconuts, but no longer do you need to have a, like a machete or a, a really sharp knife to open up those coconuts to Steve enjoy Linda's the water Linda's not doing inside. that. She's like, heck no. But I, I know our friend Kim had fun with it because it involved, you know, pushing a little button thing and, and it's, yes, it's like, it's fun, but you do get to put the lime in the coconut, literally, but it's as easy <laughs> as to do that. So I, I think I want to just, I know we're going to continue with the trends, but going back to Melissa's history, is part of Melissa's also about making it, making these healthy, because I see this health, like the clean snacks. Oh, I love the clean snacks. Oh, I do. And those pumpkin seeds. Oh, yes. Um, for road trips, everyone's perfect. Do you see them that you have changed and shifted over the years to go with getting people to have easy accessibility to the healthy food because like you're saying if you have to now crack open the coconut how many people are going to buy the coconut and now go I have to play coconut now to me I think that's fun and I've I have hurt my myself with hammers and screwdrivers playing around with that seriously <laughs> but that's me but a lot of people are not going to take the time out to do it so they miss out on this so is that part of what Melissa's a, is about is to kind of make it easy for us to be healthy. Definitely. And you'll see that in a lot of our products, not just coconuts that allow you not to have a dangerous tool to open up a coconut. Um, so um, <laughs> when you were talking about our clean snacks, yes, the clean snacks are uh, what we refer to as a healthy granola. It's the only granola product that you will find in the produce department because we don't put a lot of ingredients. We don't use hydrogenated oils. We don't add extra sugar or anything like you would in the granola bar section in your in your um, regular um, grocery aisle where you find all those power bars and stuff. It, our clean snacks, and we started with just four flavors and now we have over a dozen. Um, they're little cubes and uh, in them, in, 
there's usually less than eight ingredients. The main ingredient is chia seed and flax seed, ground flax seed. And the, um, the, the main product is used with a lot of nuts. Unfortunately, if you have nut allergy, these are not products for you, but we have varieties like um, coconut, pumpkin seed, mm -hmm. peanut butter's new, tropical, um, tropical fruit is new. Um, also one of our newest one is a coconut ginger turmeric clean snack. So these are, again, oh, that's good. granola products that you find only exclusively in your local produce departments. They're really good on the road and the chickpeas, you know, I'm addicted to the chickpeas. Thank you for the last bunch of chickpeas. I want you to know that the chickpeas pair perfectly with a chocolate stout beer that our friends at the Lion and Rose Bed and Breakfast made. And um, it's, we nickname, well, it, we call the beer, they call it the chocolate stout. We call it the dirty Godiva and it's got a whole other story to it of why. But anyway, mm -hmm. it's a delicious beer. And we went there and we we're like, let's try this. And we did. And the chickpeas, and I've got photos, I think it's in the last article with uh, Linda that you wrote on the spring trends. I have to tell you the salty, the little spice with it. And then that chocolate spout, uh, stout, we were getting all the flavor senses that all of us, our bodies crave all the time. So I encourage everyone to drink beer with the chickpeas because it, and, and beer's got nutrients too. They say you can drink one Guinness and survive for a day. I mean, 31 days or something, one Guinness beer. But anyway, I just want to say that's an interesting pairing. And Diva Linda is the one who got me into doing pairings that I never thought would, you know, corn dogs. Now that's not healthy, Linda. Corn dogs. Yeah, well, too bad. Tastes good. I like it. <laughs> okay, I, I'll let you uh, go Go back to your summer trends. <laughs> All right. So let's um, let's talk about grape season. Grape season is, it, oh, yeah, yeah. is upon us. One of the things that Melissa's is really known for in terms of grapes are our Moscato grapes. Um, we do a grape available in uh, red or green. Later in the season, we will have the black seedless ones as well, but that's later in the season, like July. But these are our grapes that Melissa exclusively distributes. This is a grape which looks like a typical green grape or red grape that was cross-hybridized, not GMO, cross-hybridized with a sweet grape variety. So what looks like a typical grape is much sweeter than a typical grape, soft skin and crunchy and juicy and just absolutely delicious. This is a variety that we have about eight to nine months out of the year. So we're able to follow the seasons globally. The California season will start up in July. So right now we're probably in the import season. But two other varieties to look forward to out of California later this summer, because um, like most of the uh, summer produce has been pushed back or pushed forward a month because of the wet and cold winters that we had domestically. Um, are some exciting varieties like champagne grapes, which are little small sweet oh, grapes. Yeah. No, they're not the grapes that you make champagne with, but they they look like them. But they're Linda was going grapes. there. She was yeah. going there. <laughs> yeah. They pop. And also, and also another variety are the jelly drop grapes that start up in July as well. Uh, they are a variety uh, similar to a Concord. The difference is, is that the jelly drops, the skin is edible, it's thin, and there's no seeds on the inside. So those are some of the exciting grapes that we'll see in terms of table grapes. 
this is this is really cool in regards to uh, grapes. I want to go to the melon because they they were carrying on about this mini melon. What mini melon was in oh, this? Oh God, is that good? Oh my goodness! The first time I've had them, they are unbelievable. What did you do, Robert? <laughs> okay, those are the Charente melons. The Charente melon. If you've ever been to France. They don't carry cantaloupe. They only have Charente. It is a smaller melon about the size of a, of a um, softball. It's cream color on the outside with green stripes going all the way around. Oh, yes. So it kind of looks like a basketball, but about the size of a, of a softball. When you cut it open, it is orange like a cantaloupe, but surely much more sweeter. We now carry them on a year-round basis, but Big the big melon season here in the United States is typically May through about September or October, but everything was kind of pushed ahead uh, a month, as I mentioned before, because of the cold weather and winter that we had. But the Charente, they taste like the peak of the melon season. The way you tasted them right now is uh, a couple of weeks ago is the way they'll taste on a year-round basis. Again, it's the French melon called Charente. Oh, you know what matches with that so well? Oh my gosh, is a croissant and a cafe mocha or a latte. Really? Any of those latte type things. Oh my, they're so, oh, oh, oh for like a nice, like a, break, a brunch, like a, a you know, a yes. um, yeah. nice oh, breakfast, I mean, a really. nice way to wake up and have, and oh yeah. Oh, yeah, this my, is- and My husband was tasting them without my knowledge, uh-oh. Uh he was supposed to wait, but he didn't. He saw it and he, he took one out and he was yelling down, <laughs> yelling down the, the boat, yelling, oh my God, what are these? These are wonderful. I've never heard him say that about mostly anything. So wow. uh, yeah, oh, I think once you have those, you would never want a regular cantaloupe ever. Yes. Oh, it's like the dragon fruit. Once you oh. get a, uh, the dragon fruit, once you have the dragon fruit, man, you're hooked for life. It's it's like, it, it yeah, it is. Everyone's just got to have the, I mean, the fruit. And I think we're right in that season. I think with winter, we were all kind of like getting anxious. And, you know, because dragon fruit, you think about the different, you're anxious. You want, come on. Well, I want sunshine. I want fruit. I wanted to ask you, Robert, with that, because you've got these exotic fruits from different places and, and um, also uh, vegetables, like the rhubarb that Nikki and Kim got. Nikki is from Scotland and, um, you know, from Edinburgh where you just went. And yes, they saw your article and <laughs> going to Edinburgh. Okay. Um, but anyway, they, um, you know, for Nikki, that's a big deal. And I have a lot of Scottish friends and they typically take rhubarb as like a staple for them. And they make like drunken crumble with whiskey. And anyway, it's a really good, we all like drunken crumble. But that is like something for her, like coming home when you have foods that, um, you know, that connect with part of your culture and your heritage with America being so diverse culturally, is that part of your makeup as a business is to help, you know, people have a taste of home now that they're living here? Yes. And that's really how the marketing of our company is. We you know, because of way of migration or immigration to this country, people grow up with their favorite fruits and vegetables. And then when they travel, whether it's from 
state to state or from one country to another, they're hoping that they would find at their local stores the, the fruits and vegetables of their country or what they've grown up with. Now, rhubarb is an interesting one that you brought up. Most, a lot of people think when they taste rhubarb that it's a fruit, but botanically, it's actually a vegetable. It's just like a, it looks like a, a, a red celery stick. Yeah, is it related um, to celery? Is it a relative? It is not related to celery whatsoever. Um, hmm. It's in its own family. Um, and uh, actually, um, you, when you get rhubarb, the leaf is taken off the rhubarb because it's actually poisonous. So you can't eat the leaves of rhubarb. And that's typically when you find it in the store, just a nice long red stock. The, the rhubarb has made a huge comeback into the marketplace there in the last few years. We are now in the domestic season. Melissa, we try to make it available about eight to nine months out of the year. The domestic season has increased. We now have about six months out of the year. Typically, most rhubarb comes out of Washington, Oregon, and then ends in California. The See, Linda knows. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, yeah, she's in uh, Washington where most of it comes out of, whether it's hothouse, but now it's field grown because the weather's finally started to turn around and be more like late spring, summer, that um, now it's field grown. And usually the field grown has a brighter red, almost like a brick red color to them. And they're just absolutely wonderful. The key to, to rhubarb is to pair it with a sweet fruit, typically something like strawberry, because if you eat mm -hmm. rhubarb alone, you'll definitely, if you're doing just like a rhubarb crumble or, or something Too like tight. that, you have to add sugar to it because it's, it's very sour. But when you add the sugar, it, it balances out and makes it very smooth because all, what I like to do with rhubarb is I chop it like, um, like little celery. And then all I do is put it into a, a, um, the cut, the cut up into little celery pieces into a nonstick pan. Um, this is what I do when I get down, when I have too much rhubarb and I, and I need to get rid of it because I'm not cooking with it or baking with it. I put it in a nonstick um, uh, pan and you just put it on heat and it just melts into like a jelly or jam. And then I can it, put it into a, like a jelly can and uh, spread it on my, I add a little bit of sugar and just uh, spread it on my toast in the morning. Like avocado toast, I make a rhubarb toast. Um, it's best on sourdough bread. And that's something that I like to do with rhubarb myself. But Ooh. most people just like to bake with it. She, she roasted it, she said, and she's using it with her granola for breakfast. So that's a whole... I never ever thought of doing it that way, but Nikki, Nikki's got it going on, man. She also said, um, and then I think we've gone through a lot of what they're going. They, yeah, we've we've we're doing good. They oh, they also said they want to turn the the coconut into a pina colada, <laughs> but but the broad beans, and that's something to talk about because I think we always think Thanksgiving. Here comes the dreaded green bean salad with the French onion thing. Like honestly, can we go to Melissa's Produce and get some fresh? don't use the canned green beans. And a lot of people like Nancy, it, it's hard for her because her mother would go here. It's like the canned beets and the canned green beans. Like once you've had that, it could put you off for life unless you have the fresh real safe. So she said she, she did them with um, olive oil, salt and pepper. And I think lemon Le or lemon, I think I, anyway, 
and yes. they were amazing. So that's something you could grill, right? For something different? You can, but um, well, broad beans is the old school name. Most people refer to it as fava beans. And oh, fava oh beans, sorry, okay. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. Chefs know it as broad beans. I thought However, she was talking about green beans now, so I have no clue no, no, what no. I was talking about. Broad beans are fava beans, and that's what I sent you guys. Um, so the fava beans is what you would say the gourmet of beans, um, because they're just, um, you know, fresh is always best. Um, and their, their season is short. The season starts late February, March, and goes until about late June and July. So it's very much a spring and summer thing. But the thing is, is that there's an elegance to it. Um, first, you have to peel the huge beans. That's why it's called broad beans. And then you cook them, and then you have to peel them before you enjoy them. This is the most elegant of all beans. In fact, right now, most white tablecloth restaurants, that's kind of like the key ingredient right now, are these fava beans that are put on there. I remember a movie, it was a horror, that you had just simple cooked fava beans with a little Chianti. And that's how they enjoy how that person. Are, do you know what movie I'm referring to? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What, The Godfather? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. the, the one, the cannibalism one. Um, oh, what was it called? cool. Did uh, I? I haven't was, seen it. It was the movie with Hannibal Lecter. Oh, Silence oh, of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Of the Lambs. Yes. Oh, cool. Was almost. Oh, yeah, little, oh, yeah. He loved. I need to rewatch that now. Okay, and get. Oh, okay, yeah. so everyone. That's yeah. it. You could do it as an evening, a summer night, you know, movie. Make your fava beans and go outside and enjoy the night sky and oh. Hannibal Lecter. Come oh, on! Oh, 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 yeah. well, oh the fava God. beans. They're so meaty and elegant that you don't have to do much to them, but you have to peel them. You have to cook them. Little olive oil, salt and pepper, just like you said, Lisa, and open up a bottle of the Chianti, and I think you're good to go. So. Oh, well, all these beans and, you know, these legumes, I think are really exciting too, because for vegetarians and vegans, this is a big source of protein. Protein. Uh-huh. And what I was looking, I have to go to the camping essentials. June is outdoors month, right? Get outdoors. And listen, we're at the beginning of road trip season. I say it's all road trip season. So listen, clean snacks for the road. Don't do the junk food that I was doing, honestly. Honestly, it's a whole different experience. Take the fruit, right? You can eat these fruit on the road, you know? Get your melon all sliced. You could just take a little, little picnic basket with tools. You can go to your park, you know, have a picnic with these fruits and, and all of that. Make your potato salad. You can do all this good stuff, right? But the camping essentials, I think this is really cool because so many people are glamping. These luxury tents, one of our friends actually makes these, it's exclusive tents. Like when you go to game parks in South Africa and all over the world, I mean, these are luxury tents. And if people are love the outdoors and nature, but do not want to get their feet dirty, are worried about, you know, the outdoors, this is your first way of getting them into the outdoors because maybe there's a blender or margarita maker or something like that to get them there. But this kind of, but this is, um, a way of enjoying something quality. And really when you go on these epic adventures, camping makes memories with your family, with your friends. Um, I know we're all still going through family reunions, just even, I know people that are 
just now having these reunions. I think what you're cooking is a huge part of these adventures together. And the way you've packaged like the beans and the lentils and things like that, you can easily put them on a, a little, you know, campfire grill or whether you're glamping in a luxury place, you have like, I was going through it going, I've been eating a lot of these. These are, you've got the camping essentials going on. So what, what are some of the ones, when are you doing s'mores with fruit? I want s'mores. I want a s'mores basket. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you. Um, and uh, Melissa, if you go to our website, melissa.com, one of the first things you'll see on there is how to click into Melissa's Camping Essentials. So there's many ways to enjoy camping from, you know, getting a backpack and carrying it into the wilderness to gourmet cooking in your, you know, million dollar RV. So, but that's there's true, one thing that's that's very focused on this listing of, of camping and glamping products. Um, these are gourmet ingredients. They have a good shelf life. And, and most of them do not need to be refrigerated to be able to enjoy them, such as our Melissa's steamed beets. We also have steamed fava beans. We have different um, steamed and peeled chestnuts. Yes, the clean snacks are on there. Our tamale kits. What? Um, well, whoa, 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 tamale, tamale kits. kits. <gasps> yes, it is a kit for everything you need to make a tamale from the corn husk, the 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 wrappers to the mazeka to the mazeka mix, which is the cornmeal. All you have to do is put the 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 inside of it, whether it's shredded chicken, you would have to buy this on the side. Whether you bring shredded chicken or just cheese um, or some peppers, um, that that is one of the many things that you'll find because um, you'll be able to make 12 tamales in less than an hour. Um, and you would just steam them over an open fire in a pan or on your RV um, um, uh, camping stove. So there's many ways to enjoy this. Again, you go to melissas.com and, and you'll see on the screen, one of the many screens that come up is Campin' Essentials. And these are the main ingredients for them. There's a, there's a hollandaise sauce that you can use to put on like asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower. Um, so it's it's not a hollandaise sauce that you need to create. It's just in a little pouch. Usually you find take it the like the asparagus. Yes. Take, take um, the crepes. Yes, a crepe is another item where you would roll up um, some cut fruit. Um, you can add a little whipped cream on there too and make a delicious, elegant dessert. Ooh, your so melon. Crepes are like Ooh. single serving size, huh? The melon. Oh yeah, of course. Melons are very hearty. And for most fruits, you wouldn't have to refrigerate melon. If you don't mm. have to, or maybe you have a cooler. But, but that's um, really true about most refrigeration. Most often you don't yeah. have to refrigerate fruits to enjoy. And, and melons are very hearty and stuff like that. Some other ingredients that you would find in the camping essentials there are some of our hot sauces, like the Costa Azul. It's like a sriracha sauce, dried uh -oh. tomatoes. We even do a, uh, and I think we've talked about this before, polenta. Polenta, a cornmeal mix that is ready to go. It's shelf stable. All you have to do is, um, in the tube, you just cut them out into discs and put them onto your your um, your fry pan that you're doing over an open. Now you're fire speaking Nancy's your, language. Your... That is Nancy's <laughs> thing. She is a polenta, like like you. 
if you put polenta and bacon in the same room, that's hers. And yeah. and give her champagne. Like I'm sorry, she she'll put bacon on. Listen, that's that's her thing. But polenta, <laughs> but polenta. That's I mean, this is like quality, hearty stuff that you want when you're hiking the next day. But you should have these dinners. You know, when in growing up in Africa and going on these safaris, you know the adults would have. You would watch the sun come down, and all of a sudden there'd be tape. I mean tables with stuff and you'd have like this beautiful five course dinner under the stars and depending on where you were and the and the sunset you would see elephant and lions and everything all at the same time while you're enjoying this amazing meal i wasn't allowed to drink i wasn't old enough at that point but the wine and and all of this this is all something that i want people to embrace in parks as you travel nancy and i we take our wine and champagne and our picnics and we if you're going to go hike up that hill you better have something delicious at the end of that hill it shouldn't be here's your little you know twinkie you want something delicious and at the end of the day of a good hike it to be around people that you love and care about or new friends and having really good food that is good for you but easy to make i think like polenta having breakfast there's nothing like campfire breakfast this clamping like you're saying and rvs people are doing it i mean it's amazing what people are doing uh, traveling this country. And we have a beautiful, beautiful country. You do not need to be an athlete to go to these parks, our national parks. You do not need to have to go off into the wilderness so you can have it all, man. Just saying. Definitely. Go book recreation.gov to book your campsite and go to melissasproduce.com. You're match made in heaven and you can even get wine. I mean, really, they could even deliver it to your campsite depending on where you're camping. I mean, well, well life one is thing good. I want to make sure uh, everyone understands is that Melissa's produce is extraordinary. So it's not the stuff that you get on an everyday basis in a market, and especially those that don't carry Melissa's products. But they carry Melissa's, Melissa's products, and you're good to go. But uh, if you have a stinky store, then you should go uh, instead to the website and see what they have because this is really gourmet, top-notch. Oh, like the portobellos! Oh my God, I have oh, never Lord. had such good portobellos. I could, yeah. and I was, I was nervous because the one thing I didn't want to do was screw it up. But <laughs> no, but this is, I think, you know, I, I had a glass of wine and said I can do this. They've got instructions. Have a sip, put some music on, read the instructions. And if you don't have all the things, be creative. It was a guideline and we could be creative with, okay, we don't have quite this, try this. And it was enjoyable to just take time out and do that with Nancy going, you go girl, I want to see what happens. And she enjoyed it and she did it. And I did it for my mom. It was awesome. And I think those, those are these things with quality products that you're eating that's healthy but it makes memories. That's my point about like the camping essentials. These, this, everything we're talking about is about making memories. You know, the gift baskets, it's about creating a memory, not just, oh, I know it's your birthday. Here's your, your 50 bucks of the flowers that are dying on their way. You know, <laughs> I mean, this is something thoughtful that, you know, like you said too, Linda, I think that um, it's introducing people to things they don't know. And so I, that leads me to the aloe vera. What do people do? They said, 
we've got a big aloe vera stalk. And I'm like, well, put that in the middle of the picture. And they did send me a picture of all of this, Nikki and Kim. I said, I want it standing up there. What is that? So tell us about what to do with the aloe vera. Because I'm like, make a cocktail with it. I, I don't know what to do. So aloe vera is a product that Melissa has been carrying for quite a few years, uh, like almost two and a half, three decades. Wow. Uh, originally, we were selling it to a lot of Hispanic markets, mm -hmm. and we thought specifically it was used medicinally or used uh, when you have like mm -hmm. a sunburn. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I got to correct that. Um, it's actually very much edible and is used in water, it, it, it is also used mm. in cooking. Uh, believe it or not, when you cut it open, um, it, you you could cut it into cubes. You have to peel it. It's very, it has a very like a jello-like texture to it. But I don't know if you've gone to the stores lately, but aloe water is extremely popular. It's very hydrating, kind of like coconut. So if you don't like coconut water or you love coconut water, Try aloe water. It's delicious and it adds a mutual texture to any dish as well. So you can use it on your body for sunburn. You can use it in water and you can use it in cooking for uh, texture. So uh, there's three ways and it's been trending really much a lot more in the last couple of years than ever. So uh, if you've never worked with it, uh, go to our site at melissa.com and find out on how you can use it and use it in recipes as well. Aloe, aloe's, it's by the way, very good for uh, sunburn, like you said, and bug bites. I use that for, for but um, the water thing is interesting because people are really um, starting to move towards that, having water with lemons, limes, all these different things to, you know, to drink warm water. But mm -hmm. are you seeing like um, the exotic fruits being used for mocktails as that's trending because people are starting to really move away from alcoholic drinks and go, you know, maybe I'll have one, but why can't we have something special? Uh, those of us who don't drink alcohol or want to kind of cut down. Definitely. You can definitely experiment with it and make some unusual and texturous drinks, obviously there. But um, you, you mentioned insect bites, but it's also used for blisters radishes, um, rashes, bruises, and eczema too. So not only use it medicinally on your skin, but uh, medicinally on the inside as well as a hydrating and unusual textured vegetable. Right on. So give us a report on your, your bananas. That is one of the most sweetest, delicious banana I've ever had. This is really good. I'm glad I got a lot of them. I just really good bananas can be um iffy but these are mm -hmm. god these are good these are really yummy. well you know there's Thank just you. so many different varieties of bananas that are available in the marketplace melissa's is known for their organic ones and their um varieties we spoke earlier about one particular variety that's usually cooked and it's called the plantain it's actually found uh online you can buy them you can find them at your ethnic market stores, typically more often than not a Hispanic or ethnic uh, store. Uh, they're used in cooking. Uh, so bananas have multifaceted. Though most people enjoy bananas raw straight up as a breakfast or you know a good way to get potassium and starch in the middle of the day or even at night, a half a banana or whatnot. We have some other exciting varieties like red bananas. They're red skinned and sweet, they're pinkish 
color, but you know, bananas all look the same. They're just different sizes there. And they have um, a great nutritional profile beyond just potassium. Um, and uh, you know, whether you eat them raw or cooked, it's just, uh, you know, it's the number one fruit in the United States. And ironically, it's the only fruit that is only imported in because we really don't grow any commercially here in the United States. So. Oh, wow. Wow. So in the plantains, we I remember them being flambéed, you know, as a as like, yes, with rum. Banana and foster is a very popular way in which when you cook with them. But, um, you know, you can also uh, fry them. Uh, you can make chips. They make a great chip. If you're making make oh, yeah. banana chips, use the plantain because it's so starchy. It, uh, it has the best crispness to it. Okay. So plantains for chips. And don't forget that it's ice cream time. June, I think July is ice cream month. I don't know, but ice cream for ice cream year round. Um, I year and round. I think that that's what you could do with some of the fruit too. Make a sundae with some of this amazing fruit, the bananas, you know, banana split. Come on, Diva Linda, you got all this fruit. You're, I, I'm looking forward to hearing more of Diva Linda's adventures with her gift basket and hearing about the wine, the wine. I'm interested in that. In the Are wine. You, yeah. Oh, I like you know that when we talked about the grapes that you sent, um, what's the name of them? The grapes that you sent? Yeah. For those of you who are sweet wine lovers, if mm. you have a bottle of Moscato and some of these grapes, you're going to find, I know it's not the grapes that make the Moscato, but they are so close to each other. You will have a sweet out that you can't believe. They're just beautiful. Moscato, I love Moscato, Moscato wines. Boy, but having those uh, grapes there, or if you can't have the wine, those grapes are, taste just like Moscato wine. They are mm. really wonderful. And they're very fragrant as well, which I like. Mm. So I'm, I'm cool. in fruit heaven. I'm in vegetable heaven. This is... <laughs> We, we got to do this more because I really. I know, this. it's fun. Really. I think it, it's getting us to eat better. You know, I I I got adventurous and I was I was nervous and I just said, oh, get over it. You can do it. But that's the thing you're saying. Go to Melissa's uh, Melissa's dot com. Uh, you've got so many recipes and cooking tips, but also just what you send to guide people along. And I just love that, like the grilling basket comes with the actual basket you use on a grill, but then you also get the baskets. The baskets themselves that the gift baskets come from and those are really special as well so uh definitely thank you so much robert for joining us again and for all the deliciousness that melissa's produce delivers around the country and um and gets into stores again uh, well done oklahoma <laughs> i guess i swear i swear every time we go somewhere i go in okay do they have them it's always the potatoes first i always feel like that's the staple of wherever you go you can get them and if they're not, I'm like, well, I'm calling Robert. <laughs> tell him. I'm going to tell on you. So people can go and request, you know, go. It's just like when you want to, your bookstore to carry a book or your, your record shop because they're coming back. Thank you. Go in, request for it. Say, I want to buy this. Can you start, you know, doing it? So I'm just saying, just saying it's a good thing. So we've covered, I think we've covered a lot of ground. And we're all hungry now. So everyone go to melissas.com. Keep up with Diva Linda at allingoodtaste.info. 
She's also on blendradioandtv.com. All the links I'm talking about will be in the show notes, no matter where you're watching or listening to this from, whether it's Spotify or YouTube or even Facebook. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Diva Linda is here every first Saturday. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, ladies. I couldn't say most of the things better myself. So I think I'm going to be out of a job after this. <laughs>